forever. Dog. When your first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Hello! I've gotten some complaints recently about the amount of wicked content on this no, podcast. No, what? I'm just, we, I want to be honest with you. Wait, from who, though? Because here's what I'm going to... Welcome to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. This is Big Dipper and Meatball. It's Sloppy Seconds. It's a wild one today because our lives are in jeopardy. <laughs> wait, what do you mean our lives are in jeopardy? <laughs> I don't know. I just thought, like, maybe because let's of heighten the, the stakes. Thing? Let's heighten the you stakes of this podcast, baby. Let's heighten it up. Let's <laughs> let's heighten. Okay, wait. What were the complaints, though? Our email is sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Our number is 213-536-9180. And we what love that you call in. And you know what? If you're feeling like there's too much wicked content, why don't you call in and let Meatball know how you feel about how much wicked content, wicked is content there is on the podcast? So, wait, this past weekend, you guest hosted um, Bitch Pudding's Digital, digital Drag. Digital Drag. And you did a wicked number. Is that correct? Well, here's what happened, Miss Ma'am, Miss Ma'am, Miss Ma'am. I had come, I had put together this like real fun number. Sorry, I like that you just did that, but just said Miss Ma'am three times. Yes, I couldn't think of anything else because my brain is fried. Miss Ma'am, Miss Ma'am, Miss Ma'am. Super late last night because we also did a drag, or no, we did the socially distanced comedy show last night, and I was running all over oh, doing that yeah. as well. So set up takedown, but um. I hosted it, and I had made this mix to that Eartha Kitt song, I Want to Be Evil, mm-hmm. where in it, she says, I want to be wicked. And like I did like a fun little like wicked mix with that Eartha Kitt song, Dressed Like the Devil. And we were watching everyone's number, and um, Miss Bitter Betty. Yes, Miss Bitter Betty, her new name. Her new name uh, for Sarah Andrews, uh, did that song. So I had to, um, so we were sitting there like, what the fuck do we do? And I was like, put on the, like, I turned to Megan. I was like, put on the last minute of uh, Defying Gravity. You grab a fan. You bring me props. And I was just like, we're just going to wing it because it was like five minutes before we started. Like, there was an actual se- moment where she goes, it's 47 seconds till the show starts. What do you want to do? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. And then. It started, I don't know. I had a wonderful time. We had a great time doing Bitches Digital Drag. I got to tell a lot of fun stories. Um, She's a a story gal. I am a story gal. I realized halfway through it, I was like, I've just, this is Kathy Griffin's career. Like, when there's no joke to be had, she just tells, like, a very raunchy story about, like, a celebrity uh, interaction she had that went poorly. I actually, yes, that is Kathy Griffin's career, and she found that niche, honey, and she has filled filled that niche. She filled that philosopher's book, Nietzsche. 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 Have you ever read, like like, a legit book? You know, I just we were just going over this. I love books like I love no, Augustus Burroughs books. I like David Sedaris books. But here's the books that I truly, truly love. And I know it's problematic, but I love all of Chelsea Handler's books. I oh, think those okay. are so sure. funny. So I read stuff like that. Um, but no, I, I'm not out here reading books about philosophy or trying to figure out like 
like sapiens that book seems so hard i am so i feel like very insane to be you know i lucky enough to be like college educated my parents like don't really understand what like binge watching is or like they don't have cable no because they're busy at their vacation home and no it's not a vacation it was being rich (laughs) and you are just a white rich bratty witch bitch but (laughs) a witch bitch uh but they they love to read that just like never got passed on to me because literally when i read i immediately fall asleep but yeah, I don't know. I just feel sometimes I feel like that's fucked up and I should read more. But then the other I, part of yeah. me is like I do read a lot. I like consume a lot, but I don't have the But I, I don't I, think I, it's the same like if you're no, talking of course about not. consuming stuff from Twitter and stuff on the internet. I just kind of realized I think I maybe I brought this up with you last week, but everything that used to inspire me to like want to create new stuff and see new dragon do stuff was all out in the world or like while I was traveling. Right. And now everything that I consume is like made for me by an algorithm or it's forcibly being pushed down my throat. Then I'm not seeing as much new and interesting stuff. I'm just seeing the same shit all day. I agree. I totally agree. I, um, sort of a few months ago, someone sent me a track and, uh yesterday we had like a recording session in highland park in this like it was it was actually really amazing we at the end of the recording session we sat around he and took out his dick no we he, like uh, bitched and complained about all these people who are like partying in atlanta for pride or like whatever meanwhile mm-hmm. the three of us who had all been recently tested were like in masks the entire time, found a location that was a big enough room so we could all be distant, ran all these mic cables to an isolation booth. We both of us were recorded, so we like wiped the whole room down with wipes in between people. You know, after we're we're all tested and like, you know, whatever. We're taking all of those precautions to just be like good citizens in the world. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just like, oh yeah, people are like you know, blowing GHB each other's butts in Atlanta for pride. Yeah, I just I don't. If also, you were at I, that pride, I, I need you to call trash. We yeah, need to you talk there, to you. You know who we should get is from Wussy Mag, John Dean, because he. I was just over on Good Judy's podcast. Yes, and he spilled all the TT Mama, so that um, apparently the uh, that event was organized had nothing to do with actual Atlanta Pride. Of course it didn't because Pride but it was just organization the same weekend. Right. Yeah, right, they right. were do, they had done a full digital one, but just so everyone knows the people who organized Atlanta Pride had nothing to do with that. That was a club promoter just being like I know the gays will party. So he threw Girl. the event. He lied to the divas and dolls who were performing there saying You'll be socially distanced. Everyone's going to be in a mask. The stage is super far away. And then they got there and it was like a circuit party. Well, and the crazy thing, and like, you know, whatever. This is, this. we're going to be talking about this every week for, you know, the rest of the pandemic. But the crazy thing is like, obviously it all goes up to the people at the top. And like, Georgia is not very closed. Florida is wide the fuck no. open. You know what I mean? Like, so. There's people out there flying around and doing stuff. It's like, I, I our view of this pandemic is skewed because we're in a city that is actually shut down and right. treating it like a, it's but very also serious. fyi the city is not that shut down there's so much traffic people are out and i'm even going back to doing a lot of normal things i'm just doing like them what? 
Well, this is what I'm talking about. Like, we're doing the recording thing. I'm going for walks and hikes. I'm going shopping again. But I'm taking all of these precautions. What I'm not doing is going out to eat at restaurants inside. What I'm not Mm -hmm. doing is going out to bars and clubs. And what I'm not Mm -hmm. doing is socializing with people, not in masks, indoors, in large groups. Those are things that we're all not doing. But, you know, I don't know. That just, like... Listen, but now I want to go back in, Let's read go. a book, and I want to circle back to. I want to circle back to what you Eureka, were saying about is Eureka, O'Hara, is Eureka O'Hara? Is that her name? Eureka O'Hara is yes. she nominated for an Emmy? I don't know. I think the show was, but the Emmys already happened. I think We're Here was nominated for an Emmy. Okay, but and not, they're all not produ- Bob specifically. They're all producers on the show. Do you think she gets should get an Emmy for her performance of? rain on me in that packed club at the very beginning of the pandemic rain on on me droplets upon just, me just rain no but okay droplets. What you, were, were you, you were making a really good point about being inspired by being out in the world so when i was at this recording session you like that jiggle in my Look arm. at that. He's he's pointing. What y'all don't see is maybe one day we'll record one of these. We just point at each other and our arm fat jiggles when we're doing it. Dude, but Look is it muscle? Wings. No, it's not muscle. At one point, I did have muscle on my arm, both bicep and tricep. But now it's... See, but um, no, but make a muscle and try to jiggle it. And it, there's not that much... Yeah. Oh, now so it's, it's muscle up now top. It's my- my now titty it's that fucking titty. My titty. Okay. So, but what I'm saying is we went, we did this recording session and I was, I, I had already written the song like a while ago. We had just didn't have an opportunity to record it like, you know, nicely. But then uh, a friend of mine had sent me a new beat and I was like ready to like sort of like freestyle on it and see what came up and try to like do a hook on it and like figure out what we're going to do. And I just felt so uninspired because very much like you traveling, performing, meeting people, being backstage, like all of that. That's when you start like joking with other people and Mm -hmm. having ideas and riffing and then something comes to you and you're like, that's the song. And I'm just like I'm like just like blindly scrolling all day, being like, "What? What? What? Yeah. What's my brain I'm on even the, doing? I'm on Read my a book. Phone Stay all day. My brain is getting smoother than anything I've ever <laughs> seen before." Michael literally just asked me. He was like, "What are you doing on your phone? You're just on your phone all day." And I was like, "I don't I don't know how to answer that question." Well, I'm I just, get mad I'm at you jumping. because I know you're not doing shit, but you won't text me back for 14 hours. Yesterday was a very busy day. I had to and set I up go, Miss Ma'am, hello, Ma'am, Miss Ma'am, hello, Ma'am, Miss Ma'am, Miss Ma'am. It's time, Miss <laughs> Ma'am. I just need well, you to say yes. That is a confirmed time. I gave you a confirmed time, and we're and it's still ten a.m. Here we are, divas. I've you know Tuesday. <laughs> you know I'm someone. It's a Tuesday, and someone, one of the Chicago queens, it might have been Bambi, it might have been Chanel, it might have been, what you know, one of the girls that likes to fight. Do you know something. what they need? They need a real a wrestling drag ring. queens of Chicago reality show. Yes. Because those queens know how to deliver not only top quality entertainment, but also tongue-in-cheek commentary and 
Twitter mess, and I love them for it. I love the Twitter mess of it all, and I don't understand. Maybe they're tweeting more than anybody else I know, but they I see their tweets. I just feel all like day. I feel like the most I've read is Bambi Banks Kool Aid Twitter. Account. Yeah, that's like it must have been not Bambi. a book. It's her Twitter account. That's where I've gotten my most words in. Okay, but you were saying. And they were like, are we done with digital drag yet? And like literally, like, just like, I'm bored. I can't do it. And everyone was sounding off in the comments or were replying to it. Just being like, yeah, mama, it's not worth it anymore. Da, 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 da. And I was talking to um, Megan them about digital drag and just any other drag queen that's had a digital drag show. The money just isn't there anymore. Of and course so I, not. I just remember like at the beginning of this, everyone was so excited and they were like, this is it, mama, digital drag. It's going to outlast drag. Like when we get back to the normal world, it's going to be there. And it was like, we were severely underestimating like the exhaustion that this would bring. Well, I also think like a lot of things that happen nowadays, like people went ham right at the beginning because we all thought there was going to be a finite period of time. So, so people really went off at the beginning and then it was like, Oh, I like spent all this money on a set or like, Oh, I'm fatigued from editing. Oh, I didn't used to be a film editor. And that took me two days to edit, Mm -hmm. you know, like that kind of thing. But you know, I have faith. I have faith that when things get back, like people will at least integrate more like tech into their performances yeah, like so all of these heighten and change the game but like right now i think the, you're right there's a level of exhaustion of like i don't want to feel forced to do it if i have the idea and it comes to me sure then do and it i want to do it then mama i'll do it yeah then, then Ma- mama i'll do it miss ma'am miss ma'am miss ma'am miss ma'am all right well let's take a quick break and we'll be right back enjoy these commercials better is easy with factors delicious ready to eat meals every fresh never frozen meal is chef crafted dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week including calorie smart protein plus and keto also there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long when my fridge is stocked with factor meals i'm like Oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm-hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm-hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this oh, is yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff 
Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle. And we're celebrating Earth Day all month long with Factor. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash sloppyseconds50 and use code sloppyseconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppyseconds50 at factormeals.com slash sloppyseconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Okay, Bebas. We're back, 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 back again. I went to the roller skating park again on my, or no, I went to the skate park on my roller skates. Again. Yes, and you were too hot and sweaty, and then you came by my house to get some burger. Did you it make that burger? Hot. Yeah, Megan made it while we were at Digital Drag. <laughs> Delicious. For her? And me. There was two of them. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, what? they came with two burgers, and I was like, well, I could make a double, or I could <laughs> share with someone. Who was it very me. Gouda? It was Gouda, honey. But you had the little pork chop thing. They, do they sponsor us? Um, They sponsor shows in our sister family network called oh, okay. HelloFresh. We're talking about a HelloFresh meal. I got a big box of HelloFresh, and, you know, Meatball lives in a vegan, Veganaise household. Mm-hmm. And uh, occasionally you get a hankering for a little meat, and... Let me, is this true? When you used to travel for gigs all the time, you'd eat a lot of meat out of town? Yes. Any, I, I was always out of town for two or three days, so I would just eat, like, I would go to barbecue restaurants. I would go to fried chicken restaurants in any city. I was like, show me where the meatiest meal is, and I'll go there. <laughs> You're like, I'm trying to get my I bone. I would make people take my me to, bone like, marrows. super nice restaurants. But then in Chicago, you know, all I'd need is I'd get the fried chicken from, mm, can't remember the name of it, and then... <laughs> I would get the chicken tenders at Cheesy's, and I would ruin myself at Cheesy's Whoa, right oh my next God. to Berlin. You love... Now, we're just like... We're like fantasizing about the old times when we used to fly on airplanes. You would love to get so drunk and full of gross food that the next day you would be like hungover and so farty. Oh, I'd be to super get on an airplane. and disgusting. And then I would get on an airplane like looking like shit, like because I was out until four or five in the morning. <laughs> Like, probably, like, re- I know that it was that thing where it's like, no matter how much I brushed my teeth, my breath <laughs> smelled like liquor from the night before. And just so I would shell. also fall asleep on the plane, mouth agape, just like, <sighs> like, breathing it out. Like, I know I was no good to sit next to. Yeah. Well, Anyway, you know. I'm a nightmare. Um, Now I don't do that anymore. I did get a little turnt hosting Bitch Pudding show. That's fun. It's is it fun to be drunk in front of a computer? It it helped. <laughs> it helped <laughs> fill the gap of no laughter or reaction no from reaction. anybody. Yeah, exactly. Like and then the worst part about doing it is that you say a joke or you do something silly and then you're waiting for the response. So there was I remember there was like a distinct moment where I forgot that I was on camera, so I just stopped and, like, I was like, that was a good joke, and waited for people's comments to come up about, like, that was so funny. And so there's, like, a portion of me just staring at a screen, and they're like, it's, you're still on. You're still on, Diva. I don't Uh, know how she does it. It's literally four hours of straight, high energy, just talking. But I, I, yeah. I always think about that. Like, there are a couple people whose podcasts I listen to who they host by themselves. 
It's just them talking to no one. What level of narcissism do you have to have that you can, like, deliver? It's also skill. I think if you're, like, a smart person, like, Amanda Seals is, like, literally Mm. a genius. She's so smart. She's so thoughtful. And she's, like, speaking of reading, very well read. So Mm. she's always, like, this philosopher, this thing, this thing. And so she's able to just spout. And listening to her is very invigorating. But I, you know, I'm grateful that we have a little co-hosty relationship here. Yeah, I mean, we we both should we listen to a, a voicemail? Yeah, should we listen to a voicemail then? Yeah, do it. All right, don't try to change the subject really fast on me. <laughs> don't try to pull a fast one on oh, me. That's no. my job. You're like actually offended. No. Okay. Well, remember, if you want to call in and leave us a voicemail, simply call the number that we sing at the start and the back of every show. Why don't we just sing it for them right now? I don't know. I think that's a joke. Is it not funny? Yeah, it's a funny joke. 213-536-9180. And (laughs) it's like a really good joke, and then they don't have to, like, search for it. They know where it is. Let's hear this first voicemail. Hey, my name is Lucas. So I actually was wondering, what's the best way to stretch out your ass um, before a really big dick? What? I used to be a power bottom the last six months in quarantine. I've totally slacked off, and I tried the other day, and fuck. Uh, anyway, let me know. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, let I me know how to stretch my you. ass out. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Well, um, listen. What is that like? You gotta just get. Don't I, I? I don't you just get like a progressively larger dildos like as you slowly stretch it out. Yeah, I also think if you moan louder, your hole just goes like poppers, double Scorpio poppers. That'll help. If but if you're not gonna, if you're not into like leaving the room spiritually for a second, maybe <laughs> poppers aren't right for you. But I think like just like. You know, here's a cheap thing you can do. Go to a Goodwill. Find a set of resting, like, Russian dolls. What are those called? Oh, The nesting dolls. God. And then you can <laughs> start with the little baby. The resting dolls. Yeah, they, well, rest, they do they rest. rest. They rest, they rest on my other. mantle. <laughs> they rest on the mantle, and they're going to be resting in this hole. <laughs> now, and then you can just work your way up slowly. Or, like, don't people use butt plugs? I feel like Ooh, actually, that is the best do, piece of advice that you've said so far. Yes. Butt plug. Now, I have a story, a funny story about okay. a lady. Let's hear it. Um, who was a gigging gal, but she was on her way to another city. She was flying from LA to San Francisco to take a huge ass dick for a, a movie, for a film. And they needed to loosen up because she knew the minute she was getting off that plane, it was like shower, shit, do the show. Right. So they were wearing a butt plug in the airport. Oh. And they got x-rayed. And they and? had to explain what was in their butt. <laughs> and how did they <laughs> explain it? How did I, they explain it? They just it just got they were like, Oh yeah, you can't just like have stuff in you. Like they had to take it out. They got had it down and took it out. <laughs> Could you imagine? Who is it? I'm not gonna name names. It was Candy Muse. <laughs> it was Candy Muse. <laughs> Wait, was it really? No. 
Oh, okay. Guys, we're going to have- I don't think have... Kenny Muse is a bottom. I think she's a top, but we'll find out. We'll find out this, this Friday, Friday when, when we, we have, have Candace Musical. Muse. We'll see if she's ever listened to one of these episodes. So <laughs> she, we'll see if she remembers shooting the um, what uh, Sitting Alone in VIP music video with me. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see if she wore a butt plug to the airport. We could, we'll see if she wore a butt plug to the airport. We could find out what happened between her and Aja in the house Ooh. of Aja. We'll figure out if Momo Shade is dead. You know a lot more about. I'm going to let you take the lead on the Kansas musical. I'm taking musical. the lead because I have a lot of questions. And if if people are like true Aja heads, then they know that there is like a huge dissension within the family. Ooh. All right. And I'm hoping I'm going to talk about it. Yeah, let's do another email, voicemail. Hi, Big Dipper and Meatball. Um, I'm calling from Maryland, but um, I lived in New York City for but. about six years. And when I first moved to the city, I was living in a borough and was in Manhattan one night. I met this very handsome, attractive uh, older gentleman who we hit it off. Uh, we were at a bar in Hell's Kitchen, and I asked. Wait, didn't we listen to this one? What's the what happens at the end? We listened to this one. I think I, think I sent you this one already, but we haven't played it on here. All right, literally, I have no idea. So let's do it. Ended up going home with him that Wait, night. Wait, I can find um, another one that I, I haven't up sent you. Over. Hey. People listening, did we listen to this? Did we already listen to this? I don't know. I don't know how to do this. We need better file keeping. Wait. It's on my computer. Should we just listen to it? Because it was way, 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 way uptown and on the east side. So, um, too far to travel back home that night at four in the morning. And I woke up the next morning after a lovely evening where I had just, you know, Railed this dude all night long. Can I just say, I'm going to stop this. And listen, if you, if we've heard this before, thank you for being dedicated listeners. No, we haven't listeners. heard it before because I sent it last week to you as an option to do it. And then we didn't play it. And then we didn't do it because we did the one where the guy was being recorded through a curtain. Yes. And then we did the one where the person called the bakery in LA and left a dirty story about yes. shit in front okay, of their so aunt. Okay, so this is brand new content, everyone. Yeah. Um... Great. So this person, they met up in Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen with a man in a and very went, nice and expensive oh. apartment. And he went home with him and it was and, beautiful. And can I just say shout out to this person saying I railed him all night long because it helped me face my own internal bias. When I heard this person's voice, I assumed they were a bottom. Okay. Me too. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> All right, so they they railed all night. Loud, fun, exhilarating sex. And in the morning, he said, I'm going to make breakfast. And I said, that sounds amazing. And then I went into the bathroom in this palatial four-bedroom apartment on the Upper West Side. Mm. And the door to the bathroom opened. I expected to see him. And it was a five-year-old child followed by his nanny both of whom were completely unfazed by the presence of a random naked stranger in the bathroom. And then they just walked up, and the nanny apologized. Uh, why does the nanny apologize? What kind of culture do they have over there at that apartment? Here's what I gotta say. Your first mistake was staying the night. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if it's just a hookup, I don't understand. Do you? You do. You probably do. You probably stick around, and if they offer breakfast, you're like, yeah. Oh, and then you're like, you let's have a to? long conversation in the morning. I don't morning even take my about shoes love, off. Life and- I'm back out the door. You will back alley whore. Though I did stay, didn't talk to that Trumper for fucking two hours, trying to convince his There's bigoted no brain that Jesus Christ. Listen, what would you do if someone opened a door and you're butt ass naked and it's a five year old kid and a nanny? Like, oh yeah, he's just at it again. What would you do if you opened up the door and there's a five-year-old kid and the uh, nanny in the bathroom and you're naked and you're trying to and eat some breakfast after fucking him. their dad all night in the bed in the Hell's Kitchen in the four-bedroom apartment? All right. Um, I Polish very quickly got dressed and left <laughs> I because got a job I was now. extremely <laughs> uncomfortable and um, I never responded to any of his text messages after that. So... Thanks, guys. Have a good day. <laughs> I got to tell you a story about no, a dad. No, hold on. Hold okay. on. Why did you ghost this man? It is not his fault that he has, that a, he child. has a child. <laughs> it is not his fault that he is rich. It is not his fault that his nanny is progressive and doesn't care if you are naked. It is his fault that he didn't say, hey, FYI, there might be some other people around. Yeah, but you, that's on you him. Were, you were just trick-and-treating up in there on in Hell's Kitchen. You don't need to know about his full life and his child and all that. Yeah, also, in my mind, the minute I saw that kid and that nanny, I would just see dollar signs. I would dollars. just see dollar signs. You're I would say, I'm about, to be your fucking, I'm about to be your stepdaddy, and um, I don't ever want to play with you or talk to you, but I'm going to be in this beautiful house, and I'm going to be oh racking God, up coins. I don't got a job no more. You're horrible. All right, what were you going to say? You have another story? I have a story about a dad. Um, when I was I was like young, and I was too young to be on these sexual hookup apps, I can't remember why. I think I had gone home for Christmas when I was still at private school, so I was like still in high school, and this guy was like in our neighborhood, and he really wanted to hook up, and we like went back and forth, and we're chatting, and he posted, he sent me some pictures, and I was like, that guy definitely looks familiar. And it was, um, like, my classmate's dad. And he knew that I was a student. And he was even like, I just want you to know that, like, you're friends with my daughter. Mm. And I didn't have sex with him. But I Good, Meatball. Good. If, he w- if it would have been a closer walk, I would have been right on over there. Oh giving him the good old huck, huck, yes. You know? Do you remember when you twist. drove to that guy's house and he only lifted the garage like a foot and then you went under the garage? Was that you? <laughs> no. Yes. No. I was in his car and he lowered my seat back so that no one in his neighborhood would see me and then drove me into a garage and I didn't know where his house was. But you know, so basically like... It, if it, and then when we left, I had to leave like that, too. <laughs> leave back so he looked like he was driving alone. That's funny. All right. So if you have some traumatic incidences that have shaped the way you are a faggot in the world, give us a call. What is wrong with us? Thanks so much for listening. We're going to see you on Friday with Candace Musical. She oh, no, probably I'm spiraling. Well, hey, She's got you're, some stories. You're spiraling right now just sort of reminiscing about that yeah just having thoughts of my past i saw I your get face i saw your face completely drop <laughs> yeah You're i was like, like oh, God, oh what am no. i doing here <laughs> why do i just want to put my dick it in was everything? it was like that episode on the old podcast where i realized that i was raped oh my god that was intense 
Yeah, don't go listen to that episode though, because they don't need the listens. Um, <laughs> we've had a wonderful time here on this beautiful Tuesday. Uh, keep an eye out. Uh, we'll be pumpkin carving soon. We, I know we were supposed to do it this week, but I got very busy and very turnt all weekend. T U R N T, you get turnt. Oh, and this this week. I'm putting out a music video, so check. Is it the is it wait is it the one with Nicole? No, oh, it's the one with the cheerleaders and the motorcycles and the leather people. Oh, and, that and the dancing. That and one's my, good. My chicken wing arms. Did you now? How involved in the editing processes are you? Are you there Very. sending them? Okay, but are you letting them get, get even like a first draft? Yes, of an yeah, idea yeah, yeah, in, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. You, okay. They send me what they want to do, and then I go in with, like, an email that has, like, 27 bullet points of, like, at this second, this frame needs to blah, blah. Okay. Well, that's okay. good. Well, no, because I'm just remembering, like, everyone needs to go back and watch the the Bear Car Wash video. Because uh-huh. I remember I saw the two different edits of that. And, they and were you couldn't s- tell the difference? No, they were, like, the differences were so subtle, but it was, like... They were very specific, and I think it was a lot of, like, changing stuff on the beat and, like, getting people featured more. And it made it and even it came, better. Yeah, it was actually better. Even yeah. though I was like, no one's going to know. I, like, watched it recently, and I was like, it's good. <laughs> Thank you. a lot will, of people have been asking. You're right. And also, you're right. Anytime I pose questions to people, a lot of people ask me questions about you. And I, and I, I just don't understand why. Like, you're not that interesting to me. Well, you're just mad that even though you have more Instagram followers, I am a bigger star. I'm a star! Can somebody, does anybody who listens to this have any connection to Instagram? So I, too, can be verified. Because if Dipper's verified, I should be verified. Don't beg. That's not a good look for you. You're right. You're right. F- right. I don't ever want to be verified. <laughs> Fuck it. So you can find us. Uh, uh, you know where to find us. Make sure you call in to 213-536-9180. Doodle doot doot forever dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media. Mom! Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Mixed and mastered by William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork is drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.